everyone, this is Sarah with Naomi, and in this episode, I am joined by two of our Abundant Life members. We will be sharing with you our experiences of learning how to be in the discomfort of becoming emotionally honest. Please join us for this community conversation as we journey together in our healing and growth. Sarah, thank you for joining me today for this conversation. I really appreciate your willingness to serve the women in the community in this way and share about your experiences of becoming emotionally honest. Hello, I'm Sarah, and it's a pleasure to be here today. Hi, I'm Patri, and I'm excited to be here today. Before we get going, I just want to recap really quickly for the listeners about what emotional honesty is. And it's the willingness to acknowledge my internal experience learn to name it and choose to move through the feeling experience rather than avoiding or dismissing the emotions that I have. And when we choose to do this, it allows us to be responsible for ourselves rather than controlled by the emotions or others or circumstances. To start out with, I would love it if you guys would just share a little bit about what the value has been in becoming emotionally honest in your own lives. This is a really challenging topic. Um, It's incredibly uncomfortable. It tends to be an area that a lot of people avoid because it can be so intense learning how to become emotionally honest, learning how to experience my feelings and name them. And so could you guys just talk a little bit about where you have seen it add value in your lives? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. So for me, um, I think that the most value that is added is um, it has taken away a lot of stress that I've had. Um, and I'm not carrying around so much, um, just like tight within my shoulders and stuff. And it's also helped me to reach out. Um, to those people that are close to me and share my feelings with them. Um, Because when I'm emotionally honest, um, it's just easier to talk to somebody about it and rather than holding it inside. Um, So it's really helped me in those ways, less stress and, and sharing my feelings with others, which is something I've never really done before. I think you make a really interesting point where you talk about the physical tension and the carrying Mm -hmm. it instead of acknowledging it and how it takes so much energy to control, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of keeping a lid on the feelings Mm -hmm. and the emotions rather than acknowledging what is going on Mm -hmm. for you. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, like holding all of my feelings in um, and not sharing them or even just acknowledging them and getting them out on paper in my journal um it's it's tiring like it it gets exhausting because it's all just pent up inside and um and it's just been a release of a lot of that not only emotional pain but physical discomfort almost yeah Mm -hmm. yeah patri what has it been like for you as you are starting to really um, practice this in your day-to-day life. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely relate to a lot of what Sarah's already said with a reduction of stress. Um, and for me, it's actually just brought on a tremendous amount of peace in uh, being in spaces just by myself. Um, I've learned to sort of figure out where my neutral zone is with myself, um, which 
then when I'm in spaces with other people, I'm able to really identify how my body shifts and um, the shifts of emotions and the feelings associated with the emotions uh, are really highlighted um, as a result of just being able to spend time with myself, be emotionally honest with myself, and then also have the capacity to extend that emotional honesty in my relationships. That's such a key part, that peace part and being with self. Because mm. typically, as you know, when we're being dishonest with ourselves and we're refusing to acknowledge what we're going through on the inside, we have a really hard time being alone. Indeed. And also like running from ourselves in, in a lot of ways and finding ways to, um, you know, avoid the feelings mm-hmm. and, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, just what Sarah and Patri both just brought up about how um, the key part of being okay with yourself. Um, and for me, I think it's a little bit of a flip side of it because I have been, um, most of my life, I've just like held on to everything inside. And so for me, it's like being emotionally honest um, and acknowledging those emotions and feelings kind of makes me want to reach out a little bit to someone else. Um, so it's kind of a little bit different, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a double-edged sword. We don't really want to be honest with ourselves about the emotions. Yeah. Typically because we're afraid to be alone in them. But mm-hmm. ironically, we isolate more or we can't cope with being alone when mm-hmm. we're not emotionally honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. so that being able to be with self, but then also then being with others more fully mm-hmm. right, as the value. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, and I think Patri touched on that too when you said um, just like being able to be with self helps you then to be more authentic when you're around other people and in a community Mm -hmm. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I love what you said about um, the peace aspect, right? Mm -hmm. Because oftentimes we tend to not want to look at those emotions or feelings because then it just becomes more pain to manage. Mm -hmm. And so to hear that actually you have more peace in your life and that you're creating that out for yourself in that journey of learning how to actually name what is going on with you, um, I think is pretty impactful Mm -hmm. to know that that is actually the freedom on the other side Mm -hmm. when when you can learn to be present and that type of discomfort. Yeah. Yeah, and like from that piece extends like a lot of, um, for myself at least, a lot of creativity and a lot of reaching for things that bring me joy Um, because I'm in a peaceful space, then I can explore other areas of my life that maybe um, I wouldn't have because I was, you know, ruminating or fixating on things that I was avoiding being emotionally honest about. Mm -hmm. And so it just opens up another area of existing, basically, like how I want to exist, you know, and Mm -hmm. how I want to be. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it totally makes sense. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, while since we're um, kind of focusing on peace a little bit, um, I think that that is definitely 
um, part of my experience in the reduction of stress that I um, feel when I'm emotionally honest is I am allowing more peace to come in um, because I'm not just like you said, you know, or like holding it in and it can just go round and round and round and round in my brain and um, and it's really difficult when you're just stuck in this merry-go-round of not being able to identify what's going on yeah yeah when you won't name the pain yeah and what it is it does there's no space for this piece inside yeah yeah and the the key part too where you both are naming that physical experience you know because that's so closely tied our internal experience very much so impacts our body and our body impacts that emotional experience When I hear you both talk about that, like I just experience hope right now. And so I really hope that our listeners also hear the hope that is in that. Right? Mm-hmm. And knowing that, you know, light is coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Light is coming. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But we all know what it is really like to try to sit in that pool of stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It is a lot but it of pays work. Off. What is yeah. it what is it really like when you first start learning to sit in the discomfort of becoming more emotionally honest, of choosing to experience the feelings, choosing to sit there and try to figure out, learning how to name them and then move through it rather than just shutting it all down? Well, that challenge, um, is a little bit difficult at first and it definitely just takes a lot of practice but um you know I think from a very young age um I was programmed to just kind of shut down my feelings and make sure everybody else was okay and so it's kind of like I can just go on autopilot and shut down and just move forward with whatever needs to be done um and so it's challenging to break that cycle but it's so rewarding and I'm still learning um, every day Um, but it's super rewarding to be able to do that Um, but it takes practice um, and intention yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Um, I think for me the times where I've really found myself really working on that were in moments where I was like totally triggered you know just totally in a moment where like I was almost forced to do it um, in a way, well, for myself. I forced myself to go through it because I knew I didn't want to have to experience the same uh, roller coaster ride with the same experiences like all over again, you know? Oftentimes I find that when I'm in a place where I'm triggered, it's really just a repetition of similar experiences I've had in the past. Uh, and so, pausing and analyzing it and sitting with the emotional honesty of it um, seemed to have been the most beneficial thing to do so that I could go through it and not just keep sit- going back to like you know mm-hmm. the same place I kept going back to and mm-hmm. other experiences similar to that it's like like I needed to like progress almost it's like it's time to progress mm-hmm. past this and sending an emotional honesty is really what allowed me to do that mm-hmm. you are articulating what it looks like when we are free from the pain of the past because mm-hmm. it isn't that the pain never comes again it's that now I have this knowing 
that I can actually withstand it, move through it, know myself, and then care for myself well mm-hmm. on the other side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, just in, um, as I'm listening to Patri talk a little bit, it's also, for me, um, even though it's still challenging, it has kind of increased my own feelings of valuing my own self-worth because I'm able to identify an emotion or a feeling and work through it and realize that um, I'm worth the challenge of going through that and that my feelings and my emotions do matter just as much as anybody else that I would like to, I would like to make them feel better, you know, um, it's just helped me a lot in that way. What helped you, you know, choose to over and over again, go through the practice of learning how to become emotionally honest? What was impactful for you in being able to keep trying, to Mm -hmm. keep practicing, to keep learning about yourself? I personally noticed a lot of progress in it. You almost have to practice. You have to practice the whole process and almost look at it when something does come up as the opportunity to use to be able to practice that thing, you know. Whatever. So choosing to see the practice as progress for you yeah. was helpful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, oh, like this time around it felt easier, you know. Um, you're just able to identify the parts of it a lot more clearly when you allow yourself to be emotionally honest about it. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really helped me just kind of, um, I mean, reduce a lot of stress in my life. Um, instead of holding all those emotions and feelings inside, I'm able to identify them and like I said for me then it makes it easier um, for me to open up to someone else um, that I've learned to trust and kind of get those emotions and feelings validated Um, and it greatly decreases like the tension in my body that I carry with me also. but yeah, it's a it's a practice. It's an intentional practice for sure, um, and it's just um, the benefits for me outweigh the risks of being able to bring up your own emotions and feelings and be vulnerable. Yeah. So being able to have somebody in your life actually validate what you're going yeah. through, and then also kind of I don't know, almost experiencing that payoff mm-hmm. then, right? Of, mm-hmm. oh wow, this mm-hmm. actually can change things. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's really, um, you know, like Patri had mentioned before, um, with the experience of working through triggers, um, it's really helped bring some peace to, um, those past traumatic events a little bit because 
I'm able to identify finally after something that I've been carrying with me I'm able to stop and listen to myself and give myself permission to say it was okay that I felt that way um, and then I can release a little bit of that trauma that I've been carrying with me um, from the past. What I find interesting is that you both named in your own ways the thing that helped you keep going forward and choosing to be emotionally honest was the change that you experienced inside of yourself. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear either one of you name like, oh, suddenly this circumstance changed for me or I suddenly no longer am bothered by this thing or this person. What I heard from both of you was the way that your body feels, the way that you think, the way that you are experiencing your emotions, even just your own self-validation now when you have emotions come up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> what would you say to a woman who is just brand new on this journey and you know is just in the deep end? In the deep end, really feeling for the first time or allowing herself, you know, for the first time in a long time to actually be present in her emotional experience. Like what encouragement would you give her? What would you say to her? Um, I think the first thing is that in those moments that I paused and took the time to care for myself and be emotionally honest with me, the other people that really were the cause of me feeling like I had to take this step back. Um, Like we're still there at the end of the time that I took to take care of myself. Like I didn't have to hurry for it. Like I've learned that you can take as long as you want and as long as you need uh, to get to your emotional honesty. There's no rush, you know, and um, yeah. I guess it's just like uh, practice, keep trying, and don't rush it. Take your time. And just finding space for yourself is so important. Mm -hmm. Right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I agree with Patri also, um, especially on the part of you don't have to rush it. Um, you can go at your own pace and, um, it's not, it's not easy, but, um, it's so worth it and you'll be able to, um, I don't know, just kind of validate your own feelings and realize that you are worth being able to work through those emotions and those feelings, um, and that you matter, um, and that inner peace that comes from it um, is absolutely amazing. But it's not something that is just going to happen, snap, snap, like that. Um, it does take work, but um, just keep trying. Just keep trying over and over. Um, and you don't always get it right, and that's okay. Yeah. I think that part about 
validating yourself and knowing that you matter without anyone else telling you mm-hmm. is really important, especially if a lot of relationships in your present life right now aren't in a place to honor you know, what you're going through on the inside and your emotions um, and maybe aren't individuals that you know, are for you growing and healing on your journey. And so to know that actually as you practice and do that process, Mm-hmm. Um, that you can experience having some of that value in your own life simply by doing that mm-hmm. and being with yourself. The doing is being with yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is so much different than trying to fix everything outside yeah, of right. myself. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and it's... Um, I like, Sarah, that you just brought up... Um, you know, some of the relationships that we have, um, and maybe they are relationships that we've had for a very long time in our life, and we have just kind of um, allowed that other person to kind of um, step on us a lot and maybe mistreat us, but, and we've just stuffed it down, but I've come to a point where I've realized that the way that that person makes me feel um, is okay for me to feel that way. I don't have to pretend that um, what they said to me was okay or whatever. I can go in my own self and dig deep down in my own and and I've learned how to do this through practicing identifying my um, emotional vulnerability. But um, it's just, yeah, that self-validation is just amazing. It's super powerful. Yeah. And I think that one of the best parts of working through the Naomi community has been putting a language to that emotional honesty, uh, having... A feelings wheel was like a huge uh, opening of the mind type of thing. I had never had a language for my emotions and to just be able to pinpoint what the feelings are that are related to those emotions when I'm sitting with it uh, just made a huge difference um, because there's a big difference between, you know, like, uh, I don't know, being like in the different layers of it. Um, like being mm-hmm. angry versus like the deeper layers of that like well what does that anger mean like for me that was a huge step like being able to pinpoint what the actual feelings were associated with my emotions um, yeah I think what you are naming is that if you grew up in a family of origin that didn't allow emotional honesty if you haven't experienced it and you're adult life or you have no concept of of other feelings other than the really big ones like angry and you know sad mm-hmm. right um, that it can be very hard then to start learning you know I'm trying to sit in this and I have all the feels but I don't have any language for them right um, I don't even know how to identify them and what would they mean then uh, right mm-hmm. and so that is I think a very major key point is having the support to build the vocabulary right to build the understanding of you know we're complex humans 
Yeah. We experience a lot of different things and all at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. just for an example, if somebody's not even anywhere near understanding what it all means, let's say you're in a space and you walk away with a stomach ache. That's an emotion, that's your body telling you that something's off. And so when you can sit with yourself, by yourself, with that stomach ache and try to identify, well, what does it mean? Mm-hmm. You know, that's the first signal, like maybe something's off and I need to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sorting through it, like all the things that may have happened that have led to this like feeling in the belly or mm-hmm. or maybe sometimes it's like a feeling on your back or you're just like feeling like that. You know, mm-hmm. it's just all over your body, and it's just sitting with it, and you know, allowing yourself to explore what those feelings um, are associated with those emotions on your body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Knowing that those painful places inside of yourself and your body, they actually have names. Yeah, mm-hmm. they actually have names. <laughs> yeah, not just it hurts here. Yeah, <laughs> there's actually yeah. a name. There's a name like grief. Yeah, right. There's a name like yeah. disgust yes. or rage. Yep. Right or helplessness. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. They have names. They yeah. have names. They have names. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I like what Patry really just um, said about like physically, like kind of having that stomach ache and knowing that whatever just happened, um, whatever interaction you might have had with another person or something that you saw that triggered something, um, and that feelings wheel working from the big emotion out to kind of an different emotion that you can actually pinpoint like it's really helped me learn um how to cry a little bit like I didn't I've always kind of stuffed down my tears and being able to on that feelings will move to the outer more specific feelings just kind of hits me a little bit harder and I feel then like you know and crying is a huge release it's such a relief to actually be able to cry and um it's just yeah it's really powerful um so that's been amazing for me well i really appreciate you both doing this with me tonight and being with other women in the community who are also really pressing into this hard layer i know that you guys served them well Thank you for talking with me tonight. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for having me too. We hope this episode provided you with encouragement as you seek healing by building true relationship with yourself and others. Naomi provides a grace-filled environment for women to pursue their personal growth. If you would like to know more or to connect with someone, please see the resources linked in the description of this episode or go to naomicommunity.org.